Hi, welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Ramirez, and you're listening to Here's to You. I'm on a mission to interview interesting people to help inspire you to make what you want in life welcomed. Now, today I am talking with Courtney and Alyssa from the podcast Spill the Booze. These are a group of best friends that just talk about anything and everything. I met him earlier this year, and I was on their podcast promoting one of my shows, and we just became fast friends. Like, we became so close in such a short amount of time, and I really wanted them to be on this podcast because I find them to be very inspirational in the way that they're just so unapologetically themselves. They're open-minded and really open-hearted to a lot of different topics, And it's really good to have deep conversations with people like that. I I really enjoy their company so much. And I really believe that you are going to enjoy our conversations. They are very, very funny. So be ready for a lot of laughter, um, a lot of crazy stories. And we definitely had a silly goose time. And with that being said, we do talk about some stuff that is not safe for work or appropriate for young children. So grab your headphones and get ready to listen to my conversation with Courtney and Alyssa from Spill the Booze. All right, so welcome to the podcast. I'm here with the Spill the Boobs girls. It is an honor to have them on my podcast. I was on theirs and they're super fun. Um, introduce yourselves, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Courtney and Elizabeth. Woo! Sorry, I don't know. Just walk right <laughs> over. Me. No, I'm like, I was gonna, inter- I was gonna introduce the introduce. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <clears throat> oh, come. Wait, I don't know you Alyssa is here too, and I'm very sorry. <laughs> I did it again, y'all. I can't stop. That's good. I had an itch in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so like nice to be around your vibes because it's just like so cute and amazing. I love like your friendship <laughs> so much. So tell us about your podcast. Like, what do y'all talk about? Um, what do you like to introduce into it? And yeah, honestly, I've listened to a lot of podcasts. You know, and that's what, like, sparked my interest to, like, start this thing with Alyssa. And within the podcast, we want to reach all audiences. Mm -hmm. We don't want to be a specific, like, topic where we just talk about true crimes or something like that. We want to bring everything to the table and talk about the shit that we talk about at work. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Hear us rant on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, Yeah, and we we kind of started in February of this year with each other, and it sparked into what we are now, and I'm honestly grateful to have you. Aww. You make me cry. (laughs) No, I love doing it with you, and it was... I love doing the podcast with you. (laughs) She wants to do it with me. But yeah, we, um... Literally, there is nothing that we won't talk about. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay. I want to get under people's skin in the best way to make a difference. Yeah. You right. Know? Yeah. 
when you don't talk about things, it just gives them power to make them more uncomfortable. But at the end, like you should be able to talk about anything. Like, I watched this amazing Super Soul Sunday conversation with, um, oh my God. Okay, it's, uh, what's the drag queen show? Ooh, RuPaul's uh, RuPaul. Okay, <laughs> so RuPaul, so thank you so much. Okay, so Oprah's interviewing RuPaul. And he goes on this thing about just like not taking life so seriously. Mm-hmm. And I think we all could have a little bit of that because it's so <laughs> true. It's like once I started thinking about it, not taking myself so seriously, mm-hmm. things are a lot lighter. You can talk about things. It honestly brings people together without having so much like Pressure. seriousness. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And like, <laughs> <laughs> like there's, there's no pressure. Mm-hmm. There's. The ability to not necessarily offend every- everyone's getting so offended lately. Oh my gosh. Like, bitch, suck a dick. <laughs> okay, so after a lot of laughs and a lot of giggles and random tangents, Courtney asked us, how do we learn about our sexuality? And this is different for everybody, but she has the funniest story about this craziness that happened when she was younger that made her think that she would never be able to orgasm. So here's her story. What? It's <laughs> All of the bad experiences and like I, okay, so I was the type of person when I was in high school that like I didn't masturbate until my senior year. And when I discovered that, I was like, oh my God, I can do it myself. I thought I had a problem. <laughs> I thought I had a problem. I was oh like, God. I was like blaming this fucking rollerblading accident I had and this Disney oh Road accident. God. I was like, I'm never going to feel down there ever again. Because, no, like, <laughs> so like terrifying. I'll tell a story. So we're in, a Dis- we go to Florida for Disney World and I was trying to impress, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was trying to impress my sister's, like, group of friends that she made, because she was a teenager, Uh and I was, like, eight, and I was, like, just wanting (laughs) to be cool, and I was running to jump in the pool, but I slipped, (gasps) and I did a split right where the pool edge was, and I slammed my vagina onto the edge of the pool. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and and when that happened, I went under the water, obviously, and I stayed down there for a bit because I was just, like, holding myself, like, pretending it didn't happen. And I was, like, on the verge of drowning, but at that point, like, you want to (laughs) die. Yes, and you're, like... No, for the most part, like hitting your vagina does not hurt, but it's still a bone there. And if you hit it hard enough, that's wrong. It was no. it was terrible, and all all the guys were like, "Ha ha ha!" They were laughing at me. You so said I, it when I kicked them in their balls. Dude, I played it off. I was like, "I'm good. Like I'm meant to do that." I go, <laughs> so I go in the jacuzzi, and like the jacuzzi for some reason, like turned my body into something else. I, I started like almost fainting. Like I didn't Oh, because it's too like, hot. Yeah. Like I was like, oh my God. So my sister and I go back to the hotel room and we were like, she was helping me in the shower because we were like, don't tell mom. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So we go into the shower and I'm just like, I'm like bleeding. Like, like bleeding. And she's like, is this your period? I'm like, nah, bitch. Like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> Had you even had your period yet? No, I did not. Okay, okay, okay. And so oh we go to, oh my God, we go to the hospital. We go to the Without your mom? No, we told my mom. Oh, okay, to, I was like, oh, how did you get I know. We had, we had to break the news and we go to the hospital and I all I remember, because I tried to black most of it out, is they put Cartoon Network on while the doctor <laughs> oh. had to like look down there. Yeah. And they said that like I didn't need stitches, but like I really like basically from where the end of the penis hole is it slit down <gasps> oh. and, yeah, like the 
way people do get giving birth when they slid it down to the baby. Shit. Oh, oh my god, my legs are no. So I thought that's the reason why I just couldn't feel anything yeah. all of my teenage years later on. Like I'm just <laughs> never gonna <laughs> orgasm. I'm gonna die alone. Like I'm just gonna fake it for the rest of my life. <laughs> like let me just drink and just drift away. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> drift away. <laughs> Because I mean, imagine that doctor's expression like, "Fuck, I gotta look at this child's vagina." <laughs> like, what in the oh, fuck is life? The guy doctor. Yes. Oh, oh my that's god. A, oh. He's probably in the ER room. Like, damn it, Debbie, you go out there. Yeah. <laughs> did, did, did they have to have like the nurse in there no, as well? It was, it was just him. The only comforting thing that they did was the Cartoon Network, and it was it was so late at night that what was that show where it was cow and chicken? Yes. Oh my gosh. So that's disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Cartoon Network. Let's, let's dive into that. <laughs> so, so why do you hate Cartoon Network? Because I feel like Cartoon Network channeled all the shows on the whole channel. They're stupid. And I feel like they're not very child appropriate. Like, why is Dexter I always... I really think... That's why I liked Cartoon Network because I would watch it and then Tsunami and then Inuyasha would come on and then like I was introduced to anime that way and like all that shit. But I'm like, I don't disagree with you. <laughs> the cartoons are pretty crass. They are. They're pretty and they're like, I, but I like them. <laughs> I was an innocent child. You, you know what would, what would get me was I loved watching Courage the Cowardly Dog. But at, that same, I liked. but at the same time, it was like so gross and like terrifying sometimes. It was terrifying. Yeah. Remember the uh, courage, courage. <laughs> the guy from the painting, like that shit scared the shit out of oh. me because like you see it in the desert distance and you see him getting closer and he's going. Courage. Like there was. So yeah, it was. It was not right. I remember there was like that eggplant. <laughs> <laughs> traumatizing there for me. There were so many times when I thought, uh, what's her name? Are Eunice? Yeah, Eunice. I no, Muriel. No, Muriel. 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 Eunice was the dude. Okay. Uh, there were so many times where I thought Muriel was dead. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and he's just trying to save her. Like, y'all need to move closer to a civilization, dude. And then poor, uh, the husband, uh, Eunice, or whatever his name is. He I like, never trusted him. I did it. He always scared the dog. Oh, yeah. Like, he, he wanted both of them to die. Probably. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he was over. He it. wanted that, like, that insurance claim <laughs> <laughs> on, on that crappy ass house. So now we're going to be taking a quick pause, and we're going to describe to you what we're drinking. So we are drinking the Eureka Heights. Buckle Bunny, which I've had this once before. It's actually really good. You should try it out. And we're also having um, Carbox Art Car, or excuse me, St. Arnold's 
Oh my god, they're gonna kill me dead. Okay, so it's St. Arnold's art car, which is one of my favorites by St. Arnold's. And then Alyssa, the beautiful Alyssa, is having a fucking corona because she. That's her ish. All right, so after a long conversation about different types of cartoons, we get back on track with Courtney's story. And it made me think about and ask them how would they want to talk to their kids about sex and sexuality and oh my gosh we're all gonna have to have that conversation one day okay but anyways so here's what they had to say also just be aware we were in front of the ac unit and it was really hot so you're gonna hear a little bit of noise don't mind that it's not forever um i turn it off real quick but that's what you're hearing (laughs) okay so here's what they have to say but sex to me and this is how I want to teach my kids. And I, I may be crossing a line here, but when they reach an age where, as a mother, I can tell that they're like getting curious. I'm like, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you yeah. Doing? All right, all right, all right. Uh, but I'm gonna start teaching them from when I lost my virginity. Yeah, yeah. And I lost my virginity at a young age, and so I want them to know everything that goes within sex i don't want it to be taboo yes yeah no because it's it's a lot of ebbs and flows yes go go for it so (laughs) what i'm gonna teach my children is for the girls hey get yours this is the things that you should look at i'm not gonna tell you personally how to get off but i'm gonna tell you the things that i stumbled upon that awakened that part of me. Since you thought you were not working. Right. And, and I wasn't working. Yeah. I, don't want my, I don't want my daughters to go through that getting banged by every guy. Like getting, trying to figure it out. Trying to figure it out. Like, oh, am I, like, like, I was good at sex from what I thought. And I don't want my daughters to be someone's whole until she yes. figures out how to come. Like, nah, bitch, get yours. Like, ha, ha, let's go. <laughs> so... I want to teach my daughters that, and with my sons, I want to make sure that they know that porn is a fantasy. Yeah. And some girls are open to it, but you have to still remain gentlemen. So being a gentleman goes a long way compared to being like, bitch, take off your panties. Like, no. Like, yeah. Like, I'm going to kill you before the cops do. Um, <laughs> If they do that, if that's how they act, you're like... No, like, if, if my son or whatever were ever to be, like, an actual, like, the R, the capital yeah, yeah. R word, like, no, like, I'm killing you before the cops do, and I'll do the time. Mm-hmm. That's just, like, you're not gonna disrespect me like that, bitch. Exactly. That's a... Yeah. You're not gonna disrespect your mother like that by, like... By doing, doing that to yeah. a woman. Yeah. But I just want open communication. I don't want to go through what someone else may have gone through at my in my household it was very open like my mom always talked about sex and like mm-hmm. it wasn't like i'm doing sex and we're talking about it but it was like sex was a joke yeah you know what i mean and then my mom was so funny when she found out i lost my virginity she wanted to show me every single shot of herpes and blue waffle like you <laughs> name it like she wanted to show me the cringe of sex and uh, bless, <laughs> bless the husband she was she had at the time, but he told her, no, don't do that. You're going to ruin the rest of her life. <laughs> he was like, you're going to ruin your life. And so she did it, but 
we always had this like weird communication of like making sex jokes and stuff like that. I just want that open communication. Like I don't want I my think child that's to be scared. That's great yeah. because like for most people it's really uncomfortable. No one's really comfortable in their own body when they're like entering that. No. And, and it's good to kind of like make a joke about it in a way or just like not have it so serious because mm-hmm. like it like yeah people make mistakes and like don't take it so seriously don't be too hard on yourself when you do make mistakes on that road because that's how you learn (laughs) oh my gosh aren't they hilarious i freaking love those girls they're freaking amazing Thank you so much for listening to just a little bit of my conversation with the Spill the Booze girls. And you have to go check them out on YouTube. Type in Spill the Booze and it's going to be like the first thing that pops up. It's a little icon with a a girl or just like a little person with eyelashes with headphones and then two little champagne glasses clinking together. You'll know that's them. So go check them out. They have plenty of episodes. They're so funny and hilarious. And thank you again. And if you want to hear more of me, go to balancinglipstick.com and subscribe to my newsletter. I give you updates on gigs that I have with the band, new podcast episodes, and just different projects I'm working on. It's a good time. So thanks again for listening. And until next time, here's to you.